the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. We've been talking about leadership and not just simply leading, but leading for the Lord. There is a difference. We want to lead for the Lord. It says in Psalm 20, verse 4, may he give you the desire of your heart and make all of your plans succeed. God has plans for you. He has plans and desires and things that he wants to work through you, in you, and to lead in your life. And today we're going to talk about those priorities that we have to have. We need boundaries in order to succeed. We need to hear his voice so that we know exactly what it is that he's asking us to do, who he wants us to minister to. You know, God says to give to the poor and needy. We talk about that. We talk about so many different ways that God wants us to serve and to lead and to give back into his kingdom. I hope you will enjoy this delivery of a message given at the church next door called Simply Lead. Priorities and boundaries. Leaders have to have priorities and they have to have boundaries. You have to say no so that you can say yes to what the Lord has asked you to do. So ask yourself this. Can you tell who God is leading you to help? Can you, do you know who God, where God is leading you? Can you answer that question? What do you have to stop doing to make that happen? Because he's your priority, and you want to say yes to him, right? You want to say yes to him. I think about uh, this girl that I met, and um, I won't say her name, but she is a new leader of a greeter team at a church on the other side of town. And she had to tell the greeters, two greeters, because they were, they were constantly chatting with their friends instead of greeting. So she, she went up to them, and she very nicely, she said, we cannot chat because we're supposed to be greeting. Well, one of the girls she said that to used to be the former leader of the greeters. And that girl just blew her off. And so the difficulty, and then that girl quit the team because <laughs> she got mad that you said I'm talking to my friends. and. This is challenging, and this is part of leading. You have to make tough decisions. People don't always do everything you say. (laughs) Even though she said that, she said, you shouldn't be chatting with your best friends at the door because we're supposed to be greeting. We're supposed to be welcoming. Talk to your best friends later. So she said to me, Jennifer, what did I do wrong? Where did I go? Now I lost them from my team. I thought I was really nice. I said everything really nice to them. And I said, well, you have to go back to your team huddle. And you have to go back to in your team huddle. Do you remind them, hey, 
We're here to greet new people. We can't talk to our best friends while we're on the job. But part of, you know, and, and we talked about, do you pray with your team? Do you let your team have times to talk to one another? You know, but it's not that easy, is it? Leading people, it's not that easy. So you have to know who, what God wants you to do. And I told that girl, I said, did, did God did God ask you to lead the greeter team, or did you ask yourself to lead the greeter team? Or did somebody else ask you to lead the greeter team? Who asked you to lead the greeter team? And she said, well, I have to go pray about it. I said, that's right. <laughs> but in reality, that was backwards. <laughs> you have to pray about it first and know that God's asked you to do it. And if God's asked you to do it, he'll equip you, and he'll train you, and he'll help you to do it. So. It says in Ephesians 2.10, we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So ask the Lord, you are specifically, creatively gifted for what he wants you to do. And then expect the miraculous. <laughs> Jesus always took people at, at, his, at their word, didn't he? He would say, do you want to get well? And they would, he would say, do you believe? And they would say, yes. And then they would get well. He took people at their word. If they would say, yes, I believe. And I think that as you begin to serve the Lord, as you lead uh, with the Lord, you're going to see miraculous things. Expect it. I was in a group recently, and the whole group, none of them really believed in healing. And I said to them, I won't, I can't, I can't, I can't go along with you guys. On this, I love you, and you're beautiful Christians, and you're wonderful people, and I think you're very talented. But for me personally, I cannot go along with you on this. I know that God is a healer. He's a healer. He is a healer. And I expect the miraculous. And that, that's who he is. <laughs> and so you have to know who God is. You have to know and be looking and watching and praying and expecting that he's going to do great things through your life in ministry and expect the miraculous. He wants you to have that kind of confidence. And uh, you need prayer partners to agree with you for those things. Uh, I, have a, I, I have a friend, we just do voice memos. If you don't have time for a prayer partner, you can voice memo prayer, prayers back and forth. Have you ever thought of that? But you can gather together. You ha- we have to gather together and have prayer partners so that we can agree together to expect the miraculous in the ministry, in the leading that God has asked you to do. And it's not too small. Even in the small, medium, or large things. You know, Moses had a very large, large thing, didn't he? It says uh, when he was defeating the Amalekites in Exodus seventeen twelve, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone, put it under him, and sat on it. And Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other, and his hands remained steady till sunset. I love that. I love Moses. And I was thinking about Moses because when we were in Israel, I went to an art shop with Udi. It's the Blue and White Gallery in Jerusalem, if you ever go there. And Udi, I said, Udi, what would you paint? What's your latest painting? And he had a painting of Moses, and Moses had a shepherd's staff, and he said, I call this the great shepherd. And Moses is on the edge of the Red Sea, and the Red Sea is not parted. And that's what made this painting unique. And he said, 
the miracle was actually this moment before the Red Sea parted. And he said, I call this the great shepherd because he said at that moment, Moses had to have asked the great shepherd what to do. What do I do? I need to lead the Israelites. I have Israelites with me. I have enemies behind me, and I need to lead, and I don't know what to do. And at that moment was the miracle. That's when the miracle happened. Everybody always thinks the miracle is the Red Sea parting. That was walking out the miracle. But Moses had to expect in that moment a great, great miracle. And that's what leaders do. Leaders know (laughs) they cannot do this on their own. We have to have God to do it and expect that. Life in the fishbowl. So what do we do? (laughs) If you're a leader, your life is in the fishbowl. We have to lead transparently, otherwise it won't work. And that's really hard, isn't it? (laughs) It's hard when you have to just be honest and people are watching. So how do you process suffering when other people are watching? What do you do? What about about when you're leading and you're in a hard place? You, You have to be honest. And you just have to tell them it's a hard place. And that's, that's good, isn't it? You know, and it's, it's in community with one another where we, we are, sometimes our hearts get broken. But that's also where our hearts heal. Our hearts heal when we share with one another. Our hearts heal when we tell what bro- has broken our heart. And then you might say, well, who do I trust? Who, where are my friends? Who are my friends? Well, your friends are there. Your friends are there. Your friends are in the ministry. Your friends are in the church. Your friends are in the community. You have to be honest with them. You know, uh, part of leading is forgiving. Part of leading is forgiving. Forgiving the friends that you're leading. I I remember I I was leading, and this, this girl I thought for sure was my good friend, really good friend. and um. And then she left. And I thought, oh, well, I thought, you, I thought you were more than just part of the group. I thought we were friend friends. And so I had to forgive her. And Oh, I, I forgave her, and I, I wrote her a letter, and I forgave her. And, and then she came back. And then I was so excited. <laughs> I thought, yay, thank you, Lord. He answered my prayer. We're friends again. And so we were friends again. And we were best, best friends again. And I was so excited about it. And we did things together. And then she left without a word, without a peep, gone. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I guess we weren't friends. And so I was so confused by that. I was so confused by that because I I thought we were friends. And I thought we'd work through, you know. And one day... I was, I was driving, and I, all these things when I'm driving, but the Lord said, you did not really forgive her. I was like, oh, wait a minute, yes. We forgave this time. We forgave this time. I, Lord, yes, I know I have forgiven. There's just, how could you, how did this even come up? And so we had this conversation while I was driving, and I said, okay, I forgive her again. Forgive her all over again. I mean, we had shared the same anniversary, all these things. So I forgave all over again, even though the whole time I'm like, Lord, I know that I have. I thought that I have, you know. And this is when when you want to be God's friend, you just have to talk honest with him that way, right? So I showed up at the mall, and here comes this girl. I had just had that conversation in the car. 
And I wasn't even supposed to be at the mall, but um, <laughs> I, I was going to an appointment and it got canceled. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to run in here for a minute. And I ran in there and lo and behold, here she comes face to face. And she acted like we were best friends. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> you know? And I was sitting there, sitting there thinking, Lord, I'm so thankful that we had this conversation in the car because I I had no malice. I had no hurt. I had no, in that moment, I had the best conversation with her. And we, we, we just had a great, a great time together. And then when I got back in the car, I was like, well, (laughs) so God knew this was going to happen, didn't he? And I'm not going to be your best friend tomorrow. Why? Because she just leaves. You know, I can't trust her. She just leaves. You are listening to Simply for Women, and I have so many more resources that are available for you online. Maybe you even want to listen to the previous episodes. Go to JenniferJackson.com today, and I'll send you a copy of my book, Simply Joy, Rain or Shine, for a gift of any amount. So many resources available. Go to JenniferJackson.com and get your copy today of Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. That's at jenniferjackson.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.